0: It doesn't make any sense, what you've just said. I just want you to to know it doesn't make any sense. Welcome to I Tell My Husband the News. I'm Shannon Ray Green, a journalist at USA Today. Each week, I catch my husband up on all the stories he may have missed, He doesn't really like to read or watch the news, so I'm pretty much his sole news source. It's a big responsibility. My husband, Dusty Terrell, is a local comedian in the Washington, D.C. area. Thanks for being here, Dusty.
1: Thanks for having me, Shannon. What's up? Hey, honey. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Did you have a nice weekend?
0: It was fantastic. I was at a cottage in Middleburg, Virginia. It was so much fun with a few of my favorite people. But you were missing, so... It's not all my favorite people, just a few.
1: That's true. Yeah, it was a early birthday present for you to yeah. get a nice weekend away from your husband, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. My birthday is this Friday.
1: Ooh. Yeah. Happy birthday, Shannon. Thanks. Um, I also had a good weekend, even though you weren't around. I played in a pool tournament with my dad and then spent Father's Day with my dad. It was, it was great. It was That's great. was a lot great. of fun. And we won... And now we get to go to Vegas to play. What? Uh, We got one new review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much. It's a nice early birthday present for Shannon from uh, Dog Mom Vanessa. Five-star review. Uh, She likes to listen to us while she's walking her dog. That's great. Yeah. We super appreciate it. If you can take time out of your busy schedule to write us a five-star review, it means a lot to us. You can also uh, tweet at us. I'm at Dusty Terrell.
0: And I'm at Shannon Ray Green.
1: Or you can email us at I tell my husband the news at usatoday.com.
0: Eye transplants? Researchers 3D print first human cornea in the United States, paving way for advancements. Weird. This was written by my colleague Brian Dobson for the Tallahassee Democrat, which is part of the USA Today Network. He writes, Research led by Florida A&M University Pharmaceutics Professor Mandip Sakdiva has resulted in the creation of the first high-throughput printing of human cells in a 3D print of the cornea in the United States. The scientific breakthrough created in two research laboratories in the Dyson Pharmacy Building on campus could lead to far-reaching advancements in the medical field, from transplants to testing of new cornea relief products to cornea wound treatment. Saktiva, along with Shalu Kutleria, a graduate assistant in the College of Pharmacy and Pharmaceutical Sciences, and research assistant Paul Din, are completing a white paper to be submitted later this month for journal publication. The focus for Saktiva, who has taught at FAMU for 26 years and has been awarded $25 million in research funding over the years was in developing materials and devices for biological applications, such as a 3D-printed tumor biosystem on a chip. Saktiva said, quote, I was also doing ocular research, unquote. He was aware that scientists at Newcastle University in the United Kingdom were the first last year with a paper printed in journals on their 3D print of human corneas. He said, quote, Essentially, the idea was, can we do something better than this? Can we simulate the human eye and put a cornea with cells in it? Unquote. The effort started about a year and a half ago. In the area of cornea research, his team is printing a cornea which contains the stromal keratocytes in a collagen matrix, which is the case in real cornea. Though one application could be cornea transplant, other applications include developing an in vitro diffusion model to ascertain the permeation of drugs and formulations for screening and research. The team also is developing a blinking eye model, which will be a further improvement in the in vitro model. A prototype has been created. Saktiva led a visitor to a basement lab where a replica of a human eye is displayed. He said, quote, this eye can move up and down like a human eye does. We have simulated the human eye, unquote. He showed off where the cornea about the size of a contact lens will be placed on the outer circle. The model using the 3D cornea print could lead to reducing the dependency on animal testing for products of the cornea, such as drops, gels, and ointments, emerging for market. He said about emerging products, quote, There is no good system to screen them. We simulate the human system. The cornea will have several of the cells lined up, and you can study how much drug is going through and what's happening in a much more efficient manner and minimize animal testing, unquote. A long-term goal is to use the 3D printing for corneal transplants, he said. He continued saying, quote, but that will take long-term studies. We could make a cornea to order. That's the benefit of the 3D model. The whole crux of 3D printing is you can make it into a personalized approach to medicine, unquote. The first challenge was envisioning how to come up with the cornea. Sakdiva said, quote, the starting point was we have to print the cornea. A lot of things went into it. When you print the cornea, the bioink is very important. You have to formulate a bioink to use the cornea that simulates the human characteristics. We had to use human cornea stromal cells, unquote. Sakdiva said the work done at FAMU differs from the UK study. He said, quote, they printed one cornea. One of my team members, Din, said it takes so much time if you want to print six corneas or 12 corneas. How do we do that? My team developed a high-throughput printing system where in about 10 minutes you can print about six corneas, unquote. Technically speaking, Sakdiva said that the FAMU team has accomplished the first high-throughput cornea printing breakthrough in the United States.
1: For all your cornea printing needs. <laughs> I was I was just wondering myself, like, oh, how am I going to get a hold of the 30 corneas I need to? Oh, that's going to take forever.
0: <laughs> he said, quote, "...high-throughput cornea printing means that we can print multiple corneas in a matter of minutes using a specially designed scaffold by our laboratory." This will save time and hence will increase efficiency, unquote. He compared it to other automation processes in other industries, like punching multiple tablets in pharmaceutical manufacturing repeatedly of the same formulation. He said that the bio-ink, which the team made, quote, simulates the human eye more accurately for the collagen concentration than the UK model. We are also better characterizing our bio-ink for its flow properties so as to help future scientists when they want to print their corneas, unquote. Saktiva is quick to credit to his team of Kutleria, who works with optimization, characterization of bioink, and along with evaluating cell growth, behavior, and interactions within the printed structures. And he credits Din, who focuses on the technology involved in advancing the print process. Both say their goal is being part of a science breakthrough that will directly benefit the public. Kutleria is a doctoral candidate in the College of Pharmacy and Pharmaceutical Sciences. He said, quote, Knowledge of drugs, their actions and discoveries in the medical world, always intrigued me since childhood. This impetus fueled me to pursue a career in pharmaceutical research. My objective is to better understand the diseases and bring changes that can transform a patient's life. And they can see this world differently, unquote.
1: Get it? See it differently? Oh, yeah. With the cornea?
0: I get it. (laughs) FAMU research assistant Din said, quote, the ultimate goal of my research is to alleviate human suffering, and I hope that my contributions in developing a 3D bioprinted human cornea would help in the ongoing pursuit in curing blindness and eliminating waiting lists for organ donations, unquote. The ongoing work has involved a lot of weekends and late nights consuming scientific literature and holding long discussions. Saktiva said, quote, We have a good printer, but more than that is the innovation part. If you have the right team put together who can solve scientific problems, anything can be achievable in the world. It is the human brain that is the driver here. We can do what Harvard and MIT can do, unquote.
1: This is, like, so very human and engineering, too, because, like, basically they just started doing this thing that's never been done before, printing corneas, and now they're just like, how do we do more? How could we optimize this? <laughs> oh, it's wasting so much time to print this one cornea. We need to be able to print hundreds. <laughs> I think that it's probably likely that their machine is still too slow. I bet you I could get a bunch of corneas much uh, yeah. faster. Yeah. You Don't would... ask where they came from, but uh, <laughs> but I'll get you all you need. Oh, my I gosh. can supply you.
0: Why do you always have to make statements like that be creepy be creepy and weird why do you have to be creepy and weird sometimes it's
1: mostly for comedic value uh, okay uh-huh.
0: huh. i get it <laughs>
1: i bet you everybody who worked on this project the whole team are people with brown eyes and they just like they're trying to figure out a way <laughs> to get blue eyes because like them i'm sick of living in this world this blue eyed beautiful world with these with these brown eyes and getting treated <laughs> like a like a like a nobody Shannon. It's heart Shannon.
0: <laughs> I guess I wouldn't know.
1: Yeah, I know. You sitting over there with your beautiful green eyes, just living the 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 high life.
0: It feels great up here.
1: Oh my goodness. <laughs>
0: No, I think brown eyes are beautiful. I've always liked your eyes. You always like to make fun of them. And I'm always just like, no, I really like brown
1: eyes. If you ask most children what their favorite color is, most of the time you're not going to hear brown. You're going to hear some blues, some greens, and then some colors that aren't possible in eyes. But (laughs) still. (laughs) I'm
0: glad you explained that. Yeah.
1: (laughs) How long now before they just print out a whole human, huh? Just one one old human printed. Look at this human I printed. Wow. We're friends now, so you better get over it.
0: Is that human that you printed soulless?
1: I suppose it depends on what kind of bio ink you choose. (laughs) Yeah. If you changed out the cartridge for the one with the soul in it, then I think it'll be fine. Mm,
0: mm, Right.
1: It'd be kind of fun to print a, you know, a friend to play board games with.
0: (laughs) What if the friend is like, but I don't want to play board games.
1: No, that would be just my luck. That the the human I printed was way cooler than I am and they don't want (laughs) to hang out with me. (laughs) Figures.
0: (laughs) Well, hopefully you'll never have to experience that. Yeah. You have friends, baby.
1: Thanks, Shani.
0: (laughs) The 30,000-year-old severed head of a wolf with teeth and fur has been found in Siberia. And it's gnarly.
1: I wouldn't want to find a one-year-old severed head of a wolf.
0: This is written by my colleague, India Yancey Bragg. She writes... The severed head of a wolf that may have died more than 30,000 years ago has been unearthed in permafrost in eastern Siberia. The Siberian Times reported last Friday that the wolf, whose fur and fangs are still intact, was between two and four years old when it died. Albert Protopopov is director of the Mammoth Studies Department at the Academy of Sciences of the Republic of Saka. He told the Times, quote, This is a unique discovery of the first-ever remains of a fully-grown Pleistocene wolf with its tissue preserved. We will be comparing it to modern-day wolves to understand how the species has evolved and to reconstruct its appearance. The Pleistocene wolf's head measured more than 15 inches long, per the Times, larger than that of a modern wolf's head, which measures between 9 and 11 inches. Protopopov told CNN that researchers are building a digital model of the wolf's brain and the interior of its skull. He also said the specimen is more than 40,000 years old, but David Stanton, a research fellow at the Swedish Museum of Natural History, estimated the head was closer to 32,000 years old. The team from Sweden, led by Stanton, planned to study the predator's DNA using genetic information extracted from a tooth. Stanton said the specimen is so well-preserved it's possible researchers will be able to sequence its entire genome. He said, quote, with something as old as this, a lot of the DNA is very damaged and it can be quite hard to get DNA out of it. We've been working on getting some good quality of DNA out of it. Basically, we're interested in what these wolves are, how they're related to modern day wolves, and trying to understand why they went extinct, unquote. Stanton said that Pleistocene wolves went extinct between 20,000 and 30,000 years ago, around the same time that modern wolves first appeared. Stanton explained that the extinction likely had something to do with rapid climate change, and determining exactly what happened to these ancient wolves may help researchers predict future extinction due to current-day climate change. Stanton is also analyzing the DNA of a well-preserved cave lion cub that was found alongside the head. The Times reported that researchers believe the cub, nicknamed Spartac, died shortly after birth. Stanton said, quote, they pull all sorts of incredible animals out. They dig them out of the ice and permafrost, unquote. Stanton added that more specimens will likely be uncovered as temperatures rise and the ice starts to melt.
1: So one of the few benefits to climate change is that we're finding all this cool stuff under the ice?
0: Yep. And in fact, the Siberian Times said that a local man named Pavel Efimov actually found this in the summer of 2018 in the permafrost. So it wasn't a scientist who had dug it out, and it wasn't until now... That um, after all this research of how old it is and learning about it, especially with the tissue preserved, that it's been shown to the public.
1: I saw a picture of it. It's both uh, terrifying and cuddly at the same time.
0: <laughs> That's remarkable, isn't it? Yeah,
1: it just looks like a it looks like a dog, kind of. You know, I could see someone having it as a pet. It's too bad they couldn't have timed uh, this release with the Game of Thrones finale. I mean, right. It just seems like. That would have been the right thing to do, but it's fine,
0: I are, guess. Are Pleistocene wolves dire wolves?
1: Maybe. Who's to say? <laughs> I wonder if uh, temperatures continue to rise if we're going to see a whole bunch of these wolves coming back. We'll get overrun by Pleistocene wolves. <laughs> you think that's possible?
0: Oh, I certainly hope not. Why Why are they going to all automatically be coming back to life?
1: Well, because obviously it was, it was alive in a time where that... Where it was living was not frozen, and now that place is becoming not frozen again. So maybe
0: you think that these wolves who died thousands and thousands and thousands of tens of thousands of years ago are just going to reanimate, yeah, zombie wolves. that's <laughs> what I'm afraid of you got it you're always afraid of zombies, yeah, zombies and it's are so concerned. it's so illogical. It's just like it is so obviously made up.
1: Okay, you're right. I'm no longer afraid of zombies, but now I'm terrified of zombie wolves. Definitely.
0: (laughs) That doesn't make any sense, what you just said. I just want you to to know it doesn't make any sense. And last today, we've got the lightning-fast headline roundup. Does Dusty care about these stories in the slightest? Here we go. Surprise! Snake stows away in man's bag to Hawaii.
1: That's a smart snake. (laughs) Gotta get to paradise. (laughs) Is that one of those stories that would normally say Florida man, but you just didn't need to?
0: (laughs) Officials said a snake stowed away in a man's bag and remained undetected until it completed the trip from Florida to Hawaii. (laughs) Yep, I knew it. (laughs) Tiger Tracker. Follow woods shot by shot
1: just like most golf stories it would be much more interesting if you were actually tracking a tiger the animal <laughs> like i you, the start of the headline got me real excited and then i felt let down
0: <laughs> reveal toy story 4 hits heart and funny bone
1: we got to go see an early uh, an early showing of it through USA Today, we got the opportunity.
0: Because um, the movie critic, Brian Truitt, who has his own podcast for USA Today Network, it's called The Mothership. Um, he was reviewing it and he was allowed to um, invite some other colleagues and friends and family of those colleagues.
1: And that's us. Yep. I would say I, I agree with that uh, that review of the movie. Yeah. Can't say much more. Because <laughs> it's not out yet, but I think that that headline hit the nail on the head.
0: Heart and funny bone.
1: Maybe Brian Truitt, while watching the movie, looked over at me and saw me both crying and laughing, <laughs> and said, "Yep, that's that that's seems a, about right." It's
0: a good one. Live shellfish is on the menu at this restaurant.
1: So they just like dump a lobster on your plate, and you got to fight it. <laughs> Crack it open and eat it?
0: Looks like snails to me. Hard pass. Wait, what? Star Trek logo spotted on Mars.
1: Maybe William Shatner secretly developed space travel already.
0: (laughs) And is keeping it from all of us? He's
1: shot up there and he's just been defacing planets in our solar system.
0: (laughs) The insane Amazon Prime Day sale is coming. Save this date in July.
1: What's the date, Shannon?
0: We're not really sure.
1: Yeah. So why would you tell me to save a date that you can't be certain about?
0: They think that it's likely to start on Monday, July 15th, around 9 a.m. PST.
1: Okay, just to be safe, listeners, block out your whole month of July (laughs) and get ready for some
0: deals. (laughs) Boyfriend flies 4,500 miles to surprise prom date.
1: Shannon, I drove uh, 30 minutes after work to come do this podcast with you today. To no surprise. (laughs) Scheduled. Yeah. Where's my USA Today story?
0: By James Bond's Aston Martin, guns and all.
1: Don't you think I would if I could afford it, Shannon? (laughs) That's at the top of the wanted list.
0: (laughs) Elon Musk announces Tesla car games at E3.
1: So now that they can drive themselves, you can just play games the whole time you're in the car? I'm in. (laughs) Next week on I Tell My Husband the News, well, I don't know. It hasn't happened yet. That's why it's called the news.
0: (laughs) I Tell My Husband the News as part of the USA Today podcast network. New episodes come out every Monday. If you want to check out other podcasts from all across the USA Today network, just go to podcast.usatoday.com or find them wherever you listen to podcasts like Stitcher, SoundCloud, or Apple Podcasts. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.